I'm Rob Skinner, and this is the Rob Skinner Podcast. It's Saturday, December 2nd, in Dallas, Texas, on day three of the CLIMB conference. Today, we're recapping the conference, talking about the classes and the speakers with Joel Peed, Joel Nagel, and Pam Skinner. All this and more on the Rob Skinner Podcast. Welcome back to the Rob Skinner Podcast. My goal is to inspire you to live a no regrets life, make this life count, and multiply disciples, leaders, and churches. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, Joel. Hey, Joel. Hey, What's Rob. up, Rob? Hey, Pam. Hi. Sweetie pie. Hi, Katie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Can you guys believe third day done? Oh, my gosh. Wow. What a day. Yes. Oh, it was awesome. I I was wondering if I'm going to make it through. It yes. was a grueler, but so awesome. What did you think, Joel? Oh, you... just feel so full, happy. Being together with you guys is just just being a team. Yeah, that's and how I feel uh, too. Uh, really bringing a blessing prayerfully. Yeah. To the church leaders into the churches. I know. Yeah, yeah so I feel deeply too. satisfying and exhausting. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Joel Nagel. Yeah, I just. I mean, I feel inspired. I feel um, educated, full of new ideas. Um, I just. I think, you know, a few people said it's just so much. Uh, it's like two conferences. We should double the price because it's it's so much and I, I even remember thinking yesterday like there's another day of this right um and we did it mm-hmm. and oh man there was another day of this it was incredible from start to finish yeah couldn't couldn't believe how how good uh it really was to hear these speakers and to learn and we finished it off tonight yep with the one and only <laughs> rob skinner oh my goodness. bro you just thank you so much oh you're welcome so thank you it was it was in, an incredible ending. Yeah. Thank you. It was an exclamation was. point. Thank like you. three of them. It was. What did you think, baby? Oh, I thought it was an incredible day. I mean, we started off so strong uh, with Dave Bliley. I mean, that was phenomenal. We just got so much instruction and mm-hmm. inspiration. And just in the fellowship, people are just amazed mm-hmm. at the quality of the teaching, how helpful it is for them. I think people feel... Uh, just built up. Yeah. I, I think they've got so much to take back to their churches. Right. It, it was just a, a neat feeling today to talk to people and feel like, well, this, these past two days have really helped people. Right. And I mean, personally, I, I, I feel really, really excited, really inspired. I'm like, Dave Bliley, I'm like, whoa, he just kind of told yeah. us how to lead our church. I'm I like, know. thank yep. you. <laughs> it was like a workshop, like a Absolutely. detailed, yes. easy to do, mm-hmm. easy to follow, mm-hmm. like, Anyone could do just yes. workshops are just so helpful. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Practical. It was like three 30-minute sessions, and he just broke it down. It was like, I felt like I can do that. Mm-hmm. I can take that back to Tucson. Yeah, I felt like, so people were asking me advice later, like about other things that, you know, some of us have presented at other conferences or other, and I was like, 
I just kept saying, just do what Dave Bliley said. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Like, whatever else you want to add to that is fine, but at least just do what Dave Bliley said yeah. in your church will be fired up. Right. I know it. I know. And it would, the emphasis was community. And so exactly. many of our small churches uh-huh. may have a little campus, right. but it's community. And so to hear a healthy, vibrant, yes. growing church that's not just campus based. Exactly. Exactly. So refreshing. Yeah. Right, because he grew his church from fifty to hundred and sixty and it was primarily marrieds. I mean he drove a marriage ministry. That's that's what he was leading primarily. And it was powerful. Yeah, and the and the way he did it, listen to this. By having fun. Exactly. Right. right. Exactly. Like, exactly. All, I'm like, we're all working so hard and just, you know, and he's like, you know, you just have a lot of fun with married people. They come to church and they love Jesus. Right. Exactly. But there was certainly a yeah. lightness and a happiness yeah. in mm-hmm. the air because people were going, oh, that sounds like really fun. Mm-hmm. Right. Because sometimes you feel like, well, converting a couple together, that's like, whoa, how are you going to do that? But he did. He presented it like, well, yeah, that's what you do. You just, you know, he really, he, I love that he lifted up the women's ministry. Right. Yes. That, you know, our superpower is relationships. And he's like, yeah, I just let my wife do her thing, build those relationships. And then we get the, the guy in there. And it just, it was really faith building that these couples are becoming Christians. I thought, yeah, we, we, can, we can do that. We can go yeah. back to Tucson and do that. Yeah, it was really impressive. And then Jaron Singh and Bianca Singh got up right mm-hmm. after them and they yeah. did a half an hour undoubling their church in Kalamazoo. Joel Nagel, you you wanted them on the program mm-hmm. and man, you nailed it on that one. They did a great job. What'd you think? Oh, they're they're just amazing. And I think that for for smaller, you know, it's a small church conference, but that encompasses a pretty wide range, you know, from five to hundred and fifty. And so for the smaller situations, the plantings, what he his message is just you can only do so much. You gotta right. say no to a lot. You have to be hyper focused mm-hmm. on on growth and the right. things that are going to help your church grow and the things that are your strengths and, yeah. and I just think that is so important yeah. because there right. are so many things that we want to do or right. we think we need to do, right. but it, you know it's a Mary and Martha thing. There's one thing uh, <laughs> that's right. right. You got to get people to sit at Jesus' feet. Right. And I love the focus uh, was prayer and ministry of the word. Exactly. You know? yeah. So very Acts six, and we. We want at some point to have all these extravagant ministries and all that, but right now we're just we're just not there. And right. to know, I, two things come to mind. One is just the the season, knowing what season right. you're in, right, is super important. The, the other thing I would just with Dave Bliley for a second is, you could tell how he was leading his ministry was from his authentic self, mm-hmm. like. He is happy. He's right. a fun guy. Right. right. So there's that genuineness of we're going to lead a fun, you know, ministry that is enjoying itself, and that's going right. to be attractive. So there's just it's kind of like whoever you are as a small church leader, mm-hmm. be yourself. Exactly. Play to your strengths. Exactly. And enjoy yourself. Yep. Jesus' right. yoke is easy and light, even. That's right. Oh, right. That and that's great. so attractive. Oh, man, big time. Right. And I thought, I mean, Bianca, she's, she's a great example. Yep. Here's mm-hmm. this you know, young mom mm-hmm. doing the ministry, and she was really open and vulnerable about how you can just feel overwhelmed, or you can feel like, oh, am I doing enough? But she's just doing her best, and that's okay. Yep. And just learning to rely on God. I, th- I thought she did a great mm-hmm. job. And then saying that she was part of a, a group, yeah. like because I talked about that in my lesson, just you got to have outside relationships, and yeah. she said that really encouraged her. I was so fired yeah. up to hear that. It, that's one thing I thought about today is I thought 
one thing that we didn't do coming into this conference, we didn't really talk to people about being intentional about building relationships and working toward having some type of a mastermind group or follow-up group that you're building relationships with. Or I thought even talking to people about sitting in different locations, I, we kind of just didn't really cover that. But I'm really hoping that maybe even tomorrow. Yeah, you know, one thing we did do, though, is we started our Facebook group. That's true. And mm, that's uh, true. over right. 50 people already signed up for that. There you go. And so right. we can group up people. And it's going to be a great way to share resources from the conference, to get questions mm. answered. So I'm, I'm, I'm not a huge Facebook fan, but I am looking forward to working with that group and, yep. the, and having a little bit of the con- conference vibe living Yes. Living in the Facebook. That's great. I got to get back on Facebook and turn my account you back do. on. Yeah, you, you do. I couldn't find Rob Skinner right. on Facebook. <laughs> I did. I did talk to the women about that in my class and encourage oh, them to find find their group. Oh, good. I'm glad you covered yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We we need that. Then we had lunch. We had more roundtables, um, and then we got into the afternoon session, and that was Joel Nagel wow. and the thread. And Joel, you did a great job talking about how. We, one of our primary jobs is showing Jesus to the people. And he mm-hmm. talked about Jesus yeah. on the road to Emmaus. That was the first day, Easter day, you know, so to speak, the day he rose. And what did he choose to do? Talk about himself from the scriptures and how he's revealed from the Moses Moses and the prophets mm. up until now. And I thought that was fantastic. I mean, yeah. it's spiritual. The first half hour is yep. just like spiritual underpinnings of what we're trying to get done. Yeah. And then the second section was how thread helps you to do that yes. in a systematic fashion. Mm-hmm. And what do you think about that whole it, section? What I really, really loved is how much time you spent on the reason why right. mm-hmm. you do what you do yeah. and why these things are important. That that was really, for someone who's um, a confessed non, like, non-spreadsheet type of <laughs> leader, <Yeah. laughs> that actually was deeply moving mm-hmm. to me. And I really appreciate you and all the work that you do, and even knowing that that's your your deep heart is right. to show Jesus, and that's these right. are these are tools that will free you up actually to do right. more right. of that. So I just thought you did an outstanding job. Not surprised, because yeah. right. you always do. But right, I know I'm I'm really excited, Joel, about what you're doing, and just the fact that it's. You know, it's so unifying, like you said, that the sermon is going to go with the quiet times, with what the children are learning. Like, you just painted a really great picture of what we want, even for our families in the church. Like you said, imagine the drive home. And I'm like, yes. Having the parents talk to their teens, and then it it flows over into dinner, and it's just what they're having their quiet times. I'm like, yeah, that's what we want. We want our families to be strong. We want them to be Christ-centered. And... I think this is going to be a great tool to see that happen. Can I say something really quick about that too? Because I snuck over to the other room where the Dallas Church is has had a couple hundred small group leaders in there, wow. and guess what they were doing? What they were using Joel Nagel's thread. All, all Joel Dave was up there, but we all. <laughs> and so I just felt very proud of yeah. Joel. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I felt very proud of. A small church impacting the big church, yeah. right? And it just shows that we can be a family. We can mm-hmm. work together right. with mutual respect, right? And a small church's impact is having a big impact on on big churches, right. Chicago, right. Dallas, all of Canada. Right. That was a huge selling point because what Joel said was, "Hey, 
Chicago and Dallas have already adopted this. The churches right. in Canada, throughout Canada, have adopted it. But it's actually designed for small church leaders. Right. You, and you built it for us. You, design, yeah. you built it for the people listening. <laughs> yes. And, and you don't want to miss out on that because I just thought that was so powerful because mm-hmm. it's like I kind of imagine it like, you know, one of those Marvel stories where the kid stumbles onto this super concoction that turns him into like a superhero. <laughs> and it's like the, the small church leader, you know, we're not super strong. We, we're limited in what we can do. You know, we put together maybe a good Sunday lesson, but then doing that plus the Kids Kingdom mm-hmm. program it's, and it's providing quiet time material and making it all integrated, it, it leverages the power of the small ministry leader. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. yep. You want to say anything to that? Yeah. Well, I just thank you. Thank you for um, sharing all that, and um, and I am really excited about. I I hope that you know it's it's something. It's not really new, um, but it's a new approach for us, and and it's special. Like there's nothing like there are things where you can get like help with sermons or a kids' church curriculum, mm-hmm. um, or the, and there's some great podcasts out there that even you know people in our fellowship listen to, but but there's no, there's actually nothing like this in for any fellowship any group of churches um any other denomination that puts it all together like we're really embarking on something special right um and and i just think it's gonna be it's it's gonna be cool i just feel like really honored i can't believe that i get to work with this and and it really does come you know as you said joel from a heart um Uh to 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 do like the word of god is so special and jesus is so so special right. and and sometimes we just can't make it make him look special you know mm-hmm. like and this i think helps with that so yeah. I, right. you know i'm excited Amen. yeah then we had robert carrillo and Jeannie shaw wrap up the afternoon with a section on spiritual formation they each did a 30-minute session yeah i just think that it, we kind of shifted gears then from nuts and bolts ministry right. to being spiritual kind of along the lines of of minister health and wellness Mm -hmm. and so i just loved how it wrapped up with that because Mm -hmm. we can have great programs and do great you know all the nuts and bolts of ministry but if we're not spiritual right that's a problem because Mm -hmm. the church is spiritual and the holy spirit Mm -hmm. is with us and god is spirit you know right and so uh i loved how we we brought I think some of the best spiritual formation, some of the most leading thinkers in our fellowship yep. on yeah. this topic who've spent the, I mean, Jeannie just got her PhD and Robert's about to get his PhD. Right. So to bring that quality of, and you could feel that, I could feel the depth of their study. Yes, yes. Sure. yes. absolutely. Just flows yeah. out. And so I think to have Pacta here yesterday and these two today, um, was just encouraging to my soul because we believe one of the things we emphasize a lot in minister wellness is your own walk with God, right? And not just know, not just understanding God, but knowing, becoming one with God, and Jesus and the Spirit, and how that fuels. That has to be the deepest part, and it fuels then what you do because because people feel that yeah. people, right. people feel that genuineness or lack thereof, right? Yeah. right. And so. Those two are heroes to me. I, I think that Robert is, and even just his work with hope, 
Right. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. And the poorest of the poor. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which is one of the huge emphasis, actually, of spirituality and, and um, spiritual formation is our work with the poor. Right. And uh, justice and the marginalized and, and these sorts of things. So, so for him to have some of those experiences to bring to the table as well, yeah. um, it was beautiful. And I think that, <clears throat> and I think just Jeannie was uh, very uh, nuanced. I believed with presenting, um, completing ta- or n- not new ideas, but just developing ideas mm-hmm. around how we think about the spirit and, mm. and to bond with him. Mm. But I but I felt she did a great job of nuancing that what it doesn't mean. Right. Yep. And this is not this is Bible and spirit and community and we're yep. not not you know, so I felt like she mm-hmm. just had a a nuanced, careful approach that I really appreciated because some of these things are just it's just new. Yeah. Right. So the whole our movement really was born in the 60s and 70s in the campus ministry and we were the ones talking about the spirit, the spirit. at the very right. birth exactly and and we love the mainline church of christ and we respect them but there was a strong reaction back then about you guys can't be talking about the spirit right. and so uh, i think it's very careful it's, we have to be wise and careful to nuance how we talk about Right. Things that can be easily misunderstood. I, I loved how I felt like both of them did that mm-hmm. today. Yeah. I, th- I think the thing that really hip, hit me from it is, I think this sounds like a total generalization, but I think every disciple wants to feel close to God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They don't want to just know that they're close to God intellectually. I mean, this is something I feel personally. It's like, I know Jesus died for me. I know my sins are forgiven, but... I want a little bit more. I want to really know it. I really want to feel it. I want to feel the love of God, and I want it to know it. I want to know it in my bones. And that's what I I took out of the lesson. Mm -hmm. It's like people want, you know, they just want to be close to God. She talked about how, why do we climb? She tied in the the theme. It's like we climb to get closer to be able to see Jesus better. And I go, right. I'm totally behind that. I mm-hmm. just go, that that's good. I mean, there's some things that were kind of like, okay, that's interesting. But what I drew from it is, hey, I want to feel close to God. And right. if I don't feel close to God, it's going to be tough for me to really move a ministry because, right. the, you know, Jesus said, you can do nothing without me. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, um, you know, they both use the analogy of a, a rowboat versus mm-hmm. sails. Right. right. And so, you, you, you know, coming from our background... And then a conference with all of these practicals, and right. here are ideas. That, and we've been really careful to say, this isn't. We're not telling you what to do. We're giving you ideas from a diverse group of speakers um, in ministry situations, so that you can figure that out right. um, through prayer and connecting with God and talking with your church back home. Um, but what what I think is was so good about that is we can't. You could go home and think, I need to. I need to get on the oar, and I need to row right. and sweat. Right. And right. pull, pull, pull. Right. Um, but but what they what they're presenting, I think it's so important, and, and you can do it with a spiritual formation lens, where you're you know you're you're talking about ancient you know ancient practices that are so great to discover, but you can do it you know like as you said, Rob, like we need to be close to God, no matter what. 
we don't want to be pulling on the oar when right. we could have the wind in our sails. Exactly. You know, right. That's right. And, and, and the right. Spirit can carry us. Right. And we can do it with God right. instead of feeling like we're going up, upstream. Right. Right. Uh, and I, th- I think that that is so important. Right. There's it a great is. way to end the class part of the day. Right. And Absolutely. And lead into the yeah. inspiration part of the I, day. I, ag- I agree with that. I, I love that analogy, you know, yeah. about the oars and the Beautiful. sails. Because, yeah, it just makes it makes so much sense, and I thought it really complemented all the practical teaching we had on yep. the ministry mm-hmm. to end that way. Because, you know, we're not going to be able to do anything unless we're okay on the inside. That's right. And Jeannie really <clears throat> emphasized that, that just relying on self, it's just, it's... It's it's really it's foolish. It's we, a we, dead end. It's a dead end. Yeah. And so in the ministry, we have to fight so hard to not rely on ourselves, rely on our own strength, right. rely on our personality or experience, but really go to God. Really rely on the Spirit. And That's it's right. a, it was a it was a great reminder. Yeah. yeah. And I think one of the things that is important to understand is both sailors are working hard. Right. The yeah, sailors on the sailboat are hard workers. It's a different kind of work, though. Mm-hmm. You know, different power. It's a different right. power. Different power. It's not it's, coming from yourself. It's a different focus. My right. focus is to get the sail up. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's uh, yeah. So, I think that um, it was very one of the things I did at the end. I think it's important to say on the podcast yeah. is this conference is designed. Can I? Is this cool? Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. conference is designed <laughs> yeah. to bring in different viewpoints, different philosophies, Mm -hmm. different methodologies, different angles to come at leading the ministry. And because we're different, we can learn from each other. We can be the body with different parts. We're Mm -hmm. so much better together. Yes. And we can learn. We can even learn maybe what, no, I don't think I like that. That's okay. Right. And then we can learn who am I. Mm-hmm. It gives me the freedom to be like, who am I? Because right. the way Joel turned around Lansing, you know, how many, 15 years ago or whatever, is he led through who he was, mm-hmm. right? And same here and same same with you, Rob. And we don't need to, we, we can imitate each other's faith, but we don't need to be exactly each other. Right. We start to betray ourselves, and then the burden becomes really heavy. Right. right. So I feel like there's an embracing of different ends of the spectrum. Yeah. And each person can can take away, and I think that's so important because I am hoping this conference can be a place where we can bring in teachers, we can bring in evangelists, we can bring in elders, we can bring in PhDs and whatever in their area of expertise, and we don't have to be overly cautious that hmm, that thinking is I don't I don't know if I'm there yet. That's but, okay. but my yeah. thinking is challenged, right. yeah. and I'm just forced to go into the scriptures right. and wrestle. Right. Right. So we need Mature church view. leaders yeah. who wrestle mm-hmm. with the Spirit and with the Word of God and come out the other end. Even if they don't agree, they're deeper. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well said. Sorry, then, sorry for the little then how about there. Then how about that night session? <laughs> how about that night session? How about oh, yeah. the you night session? Oh, I do really well. You know Woo-hoo. that guy? I do. Um, oh, Were you goodness. proud, Pam? I was so proud, mm. honey. I was so proud. He did such a great job. You know, our evening sessions, we plan for them to be inspirational. And and there's and even seeing the three different speakers, um, Sean Wooten, Kevin Miller, and then Rob Skinner, um, 
shows that even with an inspirational message, you can. There's different ways to do that. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I thought, you know, Saturday night it's the toughest slot. Um, it, you know, it's like we're, people have have definitely oh, yeah. got Whoa. there at this conference. <laughs> right. got, oh, you are filled up yes. by Saturday night, <laughs> and yet the 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 audience was riveted mm. from start to finish. Yes. You could have kept going. Yeah. It, mm -hmm. And and what I loved about it, Rob, is and this is this is so impressive, is that it was an inspirational message. So you think, oh, you know, it's going to be fluff. It's going to going to hop around the scriptures or whatever. But it was it was a deep well-researched expository message mm -hmm. um, about suffering from yeah. second Corinthians it was and, and it even fit you know you get these conference titles you yeah. never actually fit do the scripture <laughs> and, and yet you, I mean you you yeah. broke that down mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and so and I don't think even people even knew mm. necessarily that they were getting some high-quality teaching yeah. mm. Um, because it was so funny and so engaging and so powerful. Yeah. Uh, I commend you. It was yes. it was incredible. Thank yes. you. I think you led with vulnerability. Yes. Just like the Apostle Paul did. Mm -hmm. He was in a, he was going into a bad situation that was critical of him and he didn't lead with defensiveness. He led with vulnerability. Mm -hmm. And you shared about some really hard times yeah. that you had that's just so endearing mm -hmm. and and Oh, me too, you know. Mm -hmm. and, but then you came in with these really strong, be careful that you don't always blame yourself mm -hmm. and be confident in who you are. And that's when I real started to feel really moved because I'm naturally not. Right. And, and that's the kind of message a, a leader knows another leader needs to hear. Yeah. That's why I just think it's so therapeutic and encouraging to have <laughs> a conference focused on a specific uh, audience. Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, um, I love this um, Paul coming back with, I do not think that I am in the least inferior to those super apostles. Right. was just beautiful. And I think whenever you lead, you get criticized. But, but I love the uh, say nothing, do nothing, be nothing, and you will avoid all criticism. <laughs> so it was inspiring yes. to be like, I'm not gonna be that way. That's right. Like bring it on. I'm gonna say stuff and mm -hmm. do stuff That's and right. be something. That's right. Bring on the critics. You That's know. That's right. I love the Theodore Roosevelt quote about you know uh, the credit does not go to the one in the That's stands. Right. That's right. right. You know, it's it's the blood, sweat, and tears on right. on the field. That's yeah. what. That's uh, I butchering the quote, obviously. But, Again. Yeah. That's but good. Thanks, Joel. My daughter and I use that for inspiration. That's right. Yeah. But thank you, Rob, for for finishing up. There's no one I'd rather hear. Thank Aww. you. That's really kind of you. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Honey, I thought you did awesome. Thanks, and babe. I loved that you really shared about your personal spiritual habits. Mm -hmm. You know, I thought that was so great uh, for pe for people to know um, because I, I feel like you're an example. You really, in my mind, have that balance of outward focused, focused on the mission, but what you're doing in, in your mornings, you, you're, you walk with God. You're a spiritual man. And I think it was really important for people to hear that. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, anyway, I thought you did a fantastic Thank job. Thank you, guys. I'm feeling super built up. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, it was a we lot of fun. Too. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. And it was, you know, I, I put a lot of work into that one. And it, it, you could tell. It was probably 30 or 40 hours of just like study, going mm -hmm. through like four different commentaries and really trying to 
figure out what, what was that, yeah. what was going on there with right. Paul. And it just, it really impacted me. I thought, this is the Apostle Paul. Mm. And he's backpedaling. He's, you know, you know, now you just go, no one can touch that guy. But he was really yeah. having to defend himself. And I yeah. just go, how much more do we have challenges that yeah. we just go, man, I, you know, I'm, I hope I'm up to this challenge, especially mm-hmm. as a, a ministry leader in a spiritual battle. And there's people in situations that they're so testing. They're yeah. so tough. And I, I, I did. I, it's funny. I, I knew I wanted this to be a good one because I wanted to help people. And so I sent my lesson over to John Lusk. And I said, John, please give mm-hmm. me advice and feedback. And he just broke it down. And he said, you need to be more vulnerable. You mm. need to share more about what's really going on in your ministry. I don't like to do that. You know, I just I feel like I'm out there in my underwear. But I just mm-hmm. he's one of the yeah. best preachers that I know of. Yeah. And so I'm like, I'm just gonna do that. And um, you know, he said you gotta cut some of these things, cut this and he said, You don't you don't need to take my advice. I like the lesson anyway, but it, I think it really helped. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so glad you did that and I'm so glad you're sharing that because right. you told mm-hmm. us that um, before and and for the listeners to get an inside, you know, lesson about these sermons don't become great in a vacuum. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if you get help and you get advice, yeah. um, it can be so much more. And, and, and so when Joel, right. when you said the thing that stuck out to you, I knew that was the thing that John Lusk had said. <laughs> I was like, we got to talk about this. Yes. This no. is incredible. Yes. And then for me too, it was like a preaching school, which I study preaching. Um, you know, and I've interviewed John Lusk because he's just right. He's the guy for preaching. Um, but I got to follow along with your notes. I was your clicker guy. Right. Proud to be. <laughs> and uh, but it was so cool to see how you wrote your notes, how you interact with your notes, mm-hmm. and uh, and it was it was like watching an artist. Thank you. It was really Thank incredible. You. Yeah, it was great. I really appreciate John helping me and just you know being able to share. It was it was an honor. It's a privilege and being able to help people and then having people come up in tears afterwards and say it really helped me. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing so much about the challenges you're facing. Yeah. One one guy came up to me and said, you know, I was expecting to feel really terrible about myself tonight, mm. you know, Ugh. and just what I'm doing wrong. And when you shared all the challenges that you're facing, it made me feel like I can do it. Oh. And I was just like, wow, you know, it, that, so that yeah. that's, makes it all worthwhile. Exactly. Just, oh, okay, thank right. you. Thank you, God, for the opportunity to share. That's so, wonderful. Thank you, guys. It was a great, I think it's been a great conference. Yeah, oh, gosh. What do you guys think? Oh, yeah. It, I know we're patting ourselves on the back here, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah. Can you, can you <laughs> I can say Joel, Joel, and Rob, incredible job. Oh, I mean, people yeah. have been so helped and encouraged yeah. and inspired. It was amazing to see how many people from Australia came. It had to be oh. like 10 people from Australia. Mm-hmm. That yes. was blowing. People from the Bahamas. I mean, people from uh, England came, Cardiff. It was great to see them. It was just awesome. My only regret is I just wish we had even more people here because mm-hmm. I thought, man, people needed to hear that stuff. Well, and we're, I'm working with a region of churches overseas, and they're, they're like, is this, you know, when's this conference? And so I just think it's gonna, the more it word gets out, even yeah. with other countries, because we haven't right. really had much of an international right. focus, mm-hmm. right? But I think we could start, yeah. and because they're hearing of it now. And wishing they were come, and when's right. it coming out on video, and blah right. blah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I really hope so. Well, thank you so much, guys, and um, you know it was great. Thank you to all the speakers who came. For those who are listening, please. It, I know Joel Nagel is going to be having that come out on video. Have any idea when that might be available? Be two or three weeks. We'll get them all up on our YouTube um, climb. Okay. Channel. Great. And what's the plan for the future? 
Mm. I think we're going to, the plan for the future is we're going to have church tomorrow. <laughs> uh, we're going to worship. Going with, to heaven, bro. Yeah, that's with right. Dallas. Yeah, <laughs> eternal. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so funny. And then, yes. uh, and then we're going to hang out and figure out the future. That's there we go. We'll figure out. Yes. So if, you, if you weren't able to be here, hey, thanks for listening to this recap. And we really hope that you can come in the future. Please listen to the audio and the video that's coming out here. But uh, we hope to expand this and even get more people out in the future. It's going to be amazing. So thank you so much. Thanks for being on the program tonight. Absolutely. Have a great night. Thanks so much for listening. Here's how you can help support the program. First, hit the subscribe button and send a link to your friends. Let your friends know about what you're listening to. People need really good listening to help them in their faith. I mean, maybe you haven't even thought about it. Like you enjoy it, but you don't know anyone else who's listening to it. Let people know. It really helps people. Secondly, read and review one of my books, How to Plant and Grow a Church or Courage, How to Make This Life Count. You can find them both on Amazon.com. Just look up Rob Skinner and you'll, you'll find the books. My goal is to inspire you to make this life count, live a no regrets life, and multiply disciples, leaders, and churches. Have a great day and make this life count.